two artists walk into a bar. Now stop me if you've heard this one. Listen in as artists and creators talk over drinks about their work, life, and the creative journey. She was part of the 13 Feet Off the Ground collective I traveled to Sicily with to paint murals, and she has seriously caught the mural bug. Our bar is The Whip, a very cool spot in Vancouver's South Main area. You'll find links to these things and more, along with full show notes, on our website, twoartistswalkintoabar.com. If you like it and want to hear more episodes, subscribe. Sign up for updates and share it with your arty friends. And if you love the show, head to the website where you can buy us our next round. Now let's head to the whip where Jen and I talk about animation from Space Jam to Spirit and balancing a whole spectrum of creative passions. Hang in to the end and Jen shares two adorable little art jokes. Cheers. Jen Brisson, mm-hmm. I have been totally looking forward to this because you and I, just full disclosure, we know each other <laughs> fairly well. We've shared a cabin at sea. You were my wife for a I, while. I was your I was your sea wife for a while, yes. and uh, and we did an awesome project in Sicily together. But I was thinking about this driving down here today to sit here at the whip and have drinks with you, and I thought. We spend a lot of time together, but we, I think, both are very in-the-moment people. Mm-hmm. And so we didn't talk a ton about these the things. The nitty-gritty stuff. The stuff I'm going to pry yeah. into today. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Prepare to disclose. <laughs> so one of the big reasons I wanted to have you on the show is I, I love how so many creative people have all of these different creative interests going on. And I know you primarily as a painter, uh, so we will talk about that, and then I'm going to delve into your other work. And you also have a musical side that I'm maybe I do. Yes, yes. I think you, I think uh, you're, I think you may even be performing later tonight. But let's start with your art. Tell us about where you're at right now. What kind of art you're creating? What interests you? So I always use the word whimsical. It's very otherworldly. I think when I was a kid, I daydreamed a lot. I liked being in other places and fantasized about, you know, life out there, like what else is out there. I love animals. I love nature, all that stuff. So put all those things together and you get, I don't know what. Um, (laughs) (laughs) My mind. Um, Yeah, so like weird creatures, little... Um, hybrids of animals and different things, I guess, but very playful. I do have an animation background, which we will talk about later, I'm sure. And so a lot of my characters tend to be a little more on the like bouncy, yeah. fun, especially when I'm doing my monster characters and stuff. And then I also like to do a lot of women, women characters. So I don't know, I guess more goddess-like yeah. characters. I see a lot of goddess in mm. your work, like a, a ton, and it's got that whimsical, almost mythical mm, yes. feel to it. Yeah. So when you're painting, you've done a few things lately that are big. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about that. I've been diving more into the mural side of things, and I've been really loving it. It's a challenge for sure. But I I like getting my body involved with it. And I think you can put more into it as well. Like, 
I want to, um, when people walk by my pieces, if they see it in the public, I want them to kind of step back a bit and be like, oh, whoa, what's that? And so a lot of times I, I use color to smack them in the face. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've been really enjoying that and I want to explore more. The first mural of yours I knew about was actually the first, well, almost the first time we met. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, I had you on when I was doing the Arts Rational yeah. show on the radio. Yeah. And that was, a, that was a big piece. Yes, it was eight feet high by uh, 67 feet long yeah I think um it's on hoarding and it's still there I think when you interviewed me I was about like two or three years ago yeah. now yeah um so it's still there it is located on Hastings in between Seymour and Granville mm -hmm. so downtown and I was Vancouver, asked yeah. to do that by the downtown Vancouver Business Improvement Association yeah. and that would be my first large piece yeah, I've done stuff in like homes it's not it's nothing <laughs> compared to that piece. You did something in New York as well. Was that a I mural? Did, yes. So I did a collaborative um, piece with another artist named Fresha. Mm -hmm. And um, her and I both went to New York and we have uh, friends that opened up a restaurant and they just asked us if we wanted to come in and do a little fun project. And it was a blast. Yeah. So it was that was a really big piece too. And it was before the restaurant had even opened or had even had anything done mm -hmm. so we had there was dust everywhere the lighting wasn't even set up and there were people working in there during the day to for construction and so we couldn't get in there until night so we would be in there sometimes as late as midnight and worked till I don't know sometimes like five oh you mean starting at midnight yeah okay so and like I mean <laughs> we're night owls anyways yeah. but it was like okay my not we started New York we started painting life <laughs> We also wanted to see New York during the day yeah. as well. Yeah, so yeah. it was a very cool experience for sure. And was that before the downtown Vancouver? No, that New was York? after. That was after. Yeah. So you did it was immediately after, actually. Oh, so it was okay. great to have done this other thing and then do this and um, used more spray paint. And it was interesting because Fresha um, normally does spray paint when she does her large pieces. And, and I normally do brushes. So it was a neat combination. And I, she got to teach me a little bit about the spray paint side of things. And then I was like, well, it'd be interesting to do spray paint and then do the detailing in brushes. So then she started doing that. So it was kind of a really neat yeah. collaboration that way. Yeah. That is the best part about artist collaborations. Hey, everybody brings their own thing to the table and then mm -hmm. you go home with half a bag of something else. And Yeah, you like never know what you're mm -hmm. going to get. Yeah. <laughs> Which which might bring us to our Sicily experience. <laughs> oh. So you and I both ended up on this crazy art residency, mm -hmm. group of 13 Canadian women mm -hmm. artists painting away in Sicily, which was amazing. It was the coolest thing. <laughs> it was the coolest thing. It was great trip, great people. And there you were also faced with a pretty big space. Tell, mm -hmm. us, about, tell us about your mural there. So I my, the space that they showed me when I got there was... Very, like the same kind of format as the one I did in downtown. Mm -hmm. It was a long piece, so it was about 10 feet high, and I think maybe, oh, maybe it's the same, Oops. maybe the same length, actually. Yeah. Um, like 60? Yeah, yeah, something like that. That sounds about right. feet long. Yeah. 
And I was like, oh, I've done, I've done this before. <laughs> this is, this like, is so last year. I, I want to do, this is so last year. I'm over this format. Um, I want to do something new, you know. But I, the area was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was flat, for one thing. There's no traffic. You turn around, and then you see the mountains smack right behind you. Yeah. And it was beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And then I had some of the other girls next to me so I had you know Allison on this side Angela and Deb just down here so it was like you know what this is amazing this is like I why would I not want to paint here yeah yeah and it was interesting because the roughs that I was doing were more portrait Mm -hmm. style and I couldn't really come up with anything that I really liked Mm -hmm. so when I saw the wall I it was just like immediate it was like oh I have an idea already so it was like yeah this is my spot this is great and it was an old playground too so it was abandoned there was a little um little rocking horses whatever you call those those ride on ones yeah back and forth and it was like you know like Everything had been overgrown with plants, and mm-hmm. you could really see the potential. Yeah. And it, it was just like, how cool would that be to do something here and just see this place transform and then to have more people show up? And that's kind of what happened. Like people started showing up, and um, like as you're painting, you'd have more people like, what are you, do-? you know, coming up, like, what are you doing? And and then like just through the course of the, the time you were there, like, I would see couples walk through holding hands and then like families would come through and the kids were on the playgrounds. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like it was such a switch. The mural that I did was sort of based on my experience there. And because I like to do animals and I had this idea of doing these mask like Mm -hmm. characters. So I'd have, what I wanted to do is have a being in the middle, which was me, and then have a different animal that I kind of connected with somehow on my trip as that the masks opening up, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And then on either end, I had a couple of hummingbirds pulling a red thread that was attaching all the masks together. And the red thread was representing 13 feet off the ground. Mm-hmm. The birds, the hummingbirds represented Vancouver. Yeah. It's uh, Vancouver's official bird. Right. So the birds would then pull the masks apart, revealing this being on the inside. Mm-hmm. And it was very interesting doing this piece because at first it started out kind of surface mm-hmm. in my intent of like what I what it the meaning was for me but as I was doing it I was really like started getting why I was doing this and oh like there's so much more going on here than just like my experiences with the animals it was right. like there's a revealing that's happening there was some shifts that kind of happened while I was painting and it was very interesting to witness mm-hmm. And just to experience that stuff. And it was like, I went through so many different emotions while being there. And I got to meet so many cool people. And Mm -hmm. it was just really incredible. Like, it was very heart opening. And so it's like, okay, yeah, just open up. Like, this is your time to to shine. And it's interesting painting something big like that and painting the way that we were. There's a lot of thinking time. Like, there's a lot of time. Which I don't normally do. (laughs) (laughs) I prefer not to think. prefer to do and then worry about the thinking later yeah (laughs) you're there you're holding a brush you're absorbing your surroundings just by listening and 
And uh, yeah, there is a lot of pondering time involved. Mm-hmm. In, it was and very meditative. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. I guess in one of your other podcasts, mm-hmm. I think it was Frank Arnold mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that mentioned um, when you listen to a song over and over again. And I really did that, actually. Yeah. I had one song playing for the entire three weeks that I was there. Oh, wow. So what was your soundtrack? I'm it curious. It was a cover by the band Little Dragon. Mm-hmm. The song is called Twice, but the cover... I think they're called Aurum or something, and it's not called, they don't call it twice, it's called something else, but it was. it's a cover, it's a different version of the same song. And I don't know, it just like, the meaning of that song also changed depending on my experience there. So at the beginning yeah. it was very like, oh, it's so epic, yeah, I'm here, and it's an amazing thing, it's crazy. And then at one point, like, I started going through this, like, like just some heart stuff and some like, oh, like I'm kind of getting emotional. And so it became like, oh, it started becoming very like <laughs> <It's opera>. heartache, <laughs> very dramatic. And, yeah. And then and then when I f- was completing my mural, it was like, oh, my God, I totally completed this crazy thing. And so yeah. it became like like an anthem, like, yeah, woo. it was so interesting. Yeah. You know, it's funny, where I was painting was much more isolated than where you were. And so I had my music on, no headphones, and oh. I was singing along. I mean, there's, there was nobody there, right? Yeah. And so I'm singing along, and a lot of times I was taking time-lapse video, and if you watch those closely, you see my lips oh. moving <laughs> super fast. <laughs> We all amuse ourselves in different nice. ways when we... The acoustics <laughs> in there probably would have been pretty cool. They were pretty, yeah, yeah. they were pretty good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. did Tannis sing along with you? I, I, I don't know. I, I'm going to have to ask her when <laughs> yes. I see her. Could you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> Singing in the shower and then you find out your neighbors yeah. are, yeah. Great song, I like yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> right like on. how you reached that note at that one yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, for our listener, if you're listening to this and you happen to have a keyboard close by, if you go to 13feetoffthegroundcom is that right? Mm-hmm. You will have a chance to see all of these different murals. But yours, yeah. it has all these playful elements, but it's not light or cartoony. There's a be- like, there's a richness to it that thank you that resonates. Yeah, yeah. I, at first I was like, oh, this is more cartoony than any of the other stuff that we were seeing there, and it's stylized. It is different from some of the stuff that I've done before. But at the same time, you can tell you it's see my work. Yeah. yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. So you mentioned your animation career. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about how that partners with your artwork, how that shows up in your artwork. So I've been in animation for a very long time. At first, I mean, I, I worked on a lot of feature films at the very beginning of my career in animation. I was doing what you would call cleanup animation. In the old school days when we were using paper and pencil. <laughs> Back when we chiseled it out of the stone. Yeah. <laughs> Kids. And um, I was doing what you would call cleanup animation or um, final line animation. And we would take the animator's rough drawings and we would do a final version of it. So we'd put another piece of paper on top of that and we would do a brand new drawing. It was on character. It was on model. It was structured, so eyes are on a plane, you know, you've got the line going down, you know, the middle of the face, everything needs to be put together very nice. The line width had to be the exact same thickness all the way around. The the way the line tapered at the end needed to be the exact, so it was very technical. Uh You would draw, let's say, one second is about 24 drawings. Uh So, yeah. And no 
computer assisted to get you from... So you can imagine a full-length movie. Right. How many drawings, and even just like in a minute, how many drawings you're going to be doing. So I was drawing a lot. In doing that, I think I kind of... It was just engraved in my system to be very clean and to be very like like structurally sound and and I've been trying so hard to break away from that but I just keep coming back and so I'm like you know what this is just what I'm gonna do so I did a lot of that and then I think because it was so like with pencil and paper too I just wanted to kind of branch out from that and so I started painting on the side that was just a, a really cool release for me yeah And then it just got to the point, I think, where my work just kind of became a bit too draining for me. Uh So I think that's why I stepped away. And then that's when I kind of started looking at my my art a little bit more seriously. Right. I am back in animation, but it's it's a different position now and everything's on computer as well. Right. But it's more, it's again, a technical thing that I'm doing. So the art is just kind of like my, my second job, really. One right. of my other jobs that I do, yeah. all the other jobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're a busy woman. Yeah. And you maintain a studio here in Vancouver. Yeah, I am um, currently at the William Clark Studios, which mm-hmm. is 1310 William Street mm-hmm. at Clark. <laughs> and uh, I share a studio space with Sherry Rogers. When I am in there, I just don't want to leave when I'm in there I just love being in my space there so so are you a bit of a binge painter or are you a steady Eddie I think I would say I'm more of a binge painter I tend to paint more when I know there's something coming up Mm -hmm. and I was like and so that's why I constantly book shows yeah because then I know that I'll actually do something I am the same if I don't have a deadline if I don't have a deadline and I don't have I don't know like like whatever happened to painting for fun's sake, you yeah. know, like th- these are things that I, I really want to just go back to doing yeah. again and just explore, like just painting for no, for no one. Right. Painting for me, painting like, oh, how I'm feeling today. Okay, let's just paint what that would look like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a true thing. We're always painting for a series or a show or, a, you know, have concept, mm-hmm. execute, yeah, I wonder what that would be like too. So you mentioned that you'd done quite a few films animating. What have you worked on? What to, what would we have seen? <laughs> this might be dating myself, but um, the very first film I worked on was Space Jam. Oh, fun! <laughs> Michael Jordan <laughs> and Bugs Bunny. Oh, but wow! Like, how cool is that to have drawn yeah. Bugs Bunny and you know Porky Pig? <laughs> Do you still watch it and? I have not watched it, but apparently the website is still up and running. Mm-hmm. If you want to look at it, look at it, it's the most dated website you'll ever see. <laughs> but it's still there. Oh, right yeah. on. We did a lot of um, DreamWorks films as well, so um, the 2D stuff. So stuff like um, Prince of Egypt, mm-hmm. uh, El Dorado. I worked on Spirit and the last one, Sinbad. Mm-hmm. And the very last film that I worked on in the 2D style, I worked on Curious George. Oh, okay. And I got to um, go to Korea and supervise a team there. Wow. So that was a really cool experience. So what, what was that like? Like, give us a... What, well, was, what was a work day like there? I had done something like this before. I had worked um, a few years before that in China for three months working on Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights. Oh, And wow. that was also really cool. So you, you get a translator. So I don't know the language. But um, both times it was just very cool. So the one I did in China, 
it was in a very rural area of China. So my work schedule was very like 12, 14 hours a day because mm-hmm. there was like nothing else right. for me to do. And then once in a while, I'd go like walk to the grocery store and buy my, my groceries and bring it back to the hotel. And, and then every other weekend, maybe go on a little excursion. They would take us to go see this or go see that. Maybe go to Shanghai mm-hmm. and get some cheese from <laughs> the Canadian Council because <laughs> they don't have a little taste of home. Yeah, they don't have cheese there. Yeah. In Korea, it was, it was different because I kind of met with some other supervisors. Uh, some of them were from Canada, um, from England, and just a bunch of older guys and they would just like they had every Wednesday they'd go to the Indian restaurant and do their and then they'd go to this bar afterwards and so I kind of became a part of their pack let's say and it really felt like I had a life there and I and I was going off on my own and it was really cool like yeah I almost didn't want to come back because I was like oh like I just kind of settled in here yeah and it was just it was really cool like I love traveling so much obviously yeah I love trying new foods um I love meeting new people and I just love just like I don't know just like like I said when I was a little kid I loved going other places in my mind right so of course like traveling is just the same but you're actually in these places yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. wow and do you see those travels finding their way into your work when you're creating for yourself um a little bit and then it kind of it kind of fades away a little bit, mm-hmm. but I guess it's always there. I am trying to hone more of that stuff um, mm-hmm. and just paint more from my experience as opposed to like, let's just paint a pretty picture. Think more about what is really going on inside right. during these times. And when yeah. you were educating yourself, did you study animation? Did you study fine art? Mm. What was your educational background? I went to Vancouver Film School, mm-hmm. and I was one of the first <laughs> classical animation. It was like the fifth. <laughs> I was yeah. in the fifth yeah. classical animation class. Yeah. So again, this is dating myself. <laughs> so I think there's class, I don't know, 80 now. But yeah, um, so I went to BFS yeah. to, take, um, to take school there. And you felt that put you in good stead? It was the yeah, right thing for you? Yeah, and at that time, it was, there was so much work. Yeah. And I am so lucky that I got to experience that, that side of animation. Like, there's so many people I talk to, they're like, I'll never get to experience what it's like to work on paper. Yeah. And, and like, flip paper, the old school way yeah. of animation. I mean, I'd lo- I, I hope and pray that um, that comes back again. Yeah. Because there's just something about it. Like, it's, there's such an yeah. artistry about it. Yeah, it's just a shame, but you can do things faster and cheaper now and do it this way. It's like, yeah. ah, but it's, like, it's not the same. Yeah, no, I totally yeah. agree. With so many different kinds of art forms. So can, yeah, and it's yeah. just like, it's just a different thing. So why yeah. not just keep doing it? <laughs> do people do that? I know you recently had an event with your work where all oh, of these yeah. animators, tell you tell us about okay, it. Okay, so um, the company I'm working for right now is, is Titmouse Animation. Their headquarters is in L.A., and they have another sister company out in New York, and then there's us here in Vancouver. And every year, um, you kind of find out about it maybe like a couple of weeks or so in advance. One day a year, they tell their employees, if you wish to participate, um, stop what you're doing, and um, you can work on your own film for the day. And they bring in pizza and beer and all that stuff. And So it's really cool. So it's a really fun way to kind of 
I don't know, just kind of do what you want to do. And what they do is they um, book a theater in each of these um, locations. So New York, LA, Vancouver. And they screen all the films that were submitted. And there are only two rules. Um, it has to be at least five seconds long mm -hmm. and it has to be original content. So really you can do whatever you want. There's and you make it in that day, in that one day? Yeah, I mean, this year they gave us a week mm -hmm. to complete it, which was very nice of them because <laughs> people tend to work longer and they, they'll stay after work, they'll come in on the weekend. Some people have worked on it maybe a month in advance because yeah. they just really have something they want to show off. <laughs> right. But um, it's it's really fun. This year I did um, my first collaboration. Um, the last few years I've done my own. This year I did a collaboration and we did stop motion. Oh, okay. And it was so <gasps> oh, fun. fun to do. And it really reminded me of being back in school again, just in how excited I was to do something. And just bouncing ideas off of each other and yeah it was really cool so we had our screening already last week but there is another screening coming up again for the best of and it's to save the Rio oh so wow. I don't know when this will come out it might yeah. be um, past that so for our listeners who I, I just took a look they are we have listeners all over the world so I will tell you okay. to save the Rio the Rio is this classic mm -hmm. old theater and do they still serve drinks there? I yes, think they, they do. do. Yeah. So yeah. it's this classic old theater with a bar built in in Vancouver. Yeah. There's a, it's a great it's venue. Worth saving. There's yeah. so many cool things that they do there. Yeah. Um, live shows, um, burlesque, um, funky. I don't know. It's just lots of really fun things that are coming out of that theater. And it'll be a shame to see that go. So hopefully that plays and hopefully, a role. Fingers and, crossed. And with the Titmouse Employee <laughs> Film Fest, yes. is it something that only the employees see or can people access this online and and have a look at the films so it's or? a one night only screening um however each animator if they wish they can share it on their own social media platform so they will be out there i i have suggested doing um you know volume one volume two sort yeah. of a dvd release or something mm -hmm. i don't know if they'll ever do that but um yeah. as of now it's just individually out there depending on if the animator wishes to share it. So all these, you know, working in the field, cutting edge animators, is everybody doing modern technology or are there some people out there? Well, Morgan actually, who is also a part of our 13 Feet Off the Ground uh, Morgan, and she Bilo. also works yeah. with, with mm -hmm. me. Yeah. Um, she did her piece in gouache. Oh, wow. So she took And painting two, 24 yeah. frames a second? Yeah. So, so she, whatever. she yeah. really pushed it there, yeah. and, and I and I loved it. And it's so clean too; you almost don't even know. <laughs> wow! Yeah, okay. it's great. So you know, a lot of people, you have a day. What can I really do in a day? So some people just do something really quick and yeah. fast, and um, but some people really kind of think outside the box a little bit, and it's really fun to see just what people do. A lot yeah. of butts, a lot yeah. of cats, <laughs> butts, <laughs> cats. jokes. Everybody <laughs> loves butts, cats, and people. Yeah, and farts, you know, all the, the usual. And then there's some really beautiful, like, I mean, not like those aren't beautiful, but there's yeah. some really cool things, too, that yeah. are coming out. And you're like, wow, these are people that work at my studio? This is yeah. so cool. And it's inspiring. Yeah, very cool. It's really cool, yeah. So you have a rich painting life, studio life. You work in a very cool field, animation. There's lots going on. And you also have another creative side. Mm -hmm. uh, you are... Playing, singing, and uh, and tell us about the dance. The dance. 
So um, the dance is me and four other guys, and we're all we've been friends for a while. One of them I was playing with uh, many years ago in his band, Rob Coxford, and I was playing bass and backup singing for him. And then another guy, Mike Looney, he's our bassist. He and I have known each other for a very long time. I've also met him through the animation industry. Um, Rob, I actually met when I was working in the sound studio. Mm-hmm. So and then, all people who are yeah. also varied creative. And Travis, <laughs> Travis Wall, he's our drummer. He also works at Titmouse. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so we just kind of, like, I hadn't been playing for a long time. And music has been a very big part of my life. Not a lot of people that have met me in the last little while know that about me. And it's just been something that's been calling me for a while. And I kind of about a little bit about, I don't know why I kind of, went away from it I'm not 100% sure I think it started happening when my my mom passed away and also I took up dance so it's like there's only so much I could do (laughs) so I kind of was like you know what I really been feeling the call to come back and I've been just just want to be creative in that way again and so I was talking with Mike we went out for coffee and I brought this up to him he was like oh my god I've been waiting for you to say this um, he's like, I'm going to quit my other band <laughs> and we've got, we got a space right away and we just started playing. And next thing you know, like we have two sets now, um, we're working on some new stuff and we've played a, a few gigs. Um, but mostly it's just, it's for fun. It's just, I love the creative process. Yeah. And are you guys doing covers or are you We We doing have original? done a few covers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we're trying to stick more to original stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we do have a few covers. And any talk of recording or have you? Yeah, we've recorded a little bit. We recorded in our studio space and it turned out really well. Um, we are looking into recording in the CBC building, actually. Rob and I know somebody from the sound industry that uh, has an office in there. And I don't yeah. know how long he'll be in there, but apparently there's a drum kit in there we can use. And how cool would that be to record in there? So yeah. we're thinking of just choosing maybe like three or four songs just Mm -hmm. um, of the newer stuff that we've been playing and doing something like that. But um, no, like, recording an album necessarily. We're just kind of picking little chunks of stuff that we want to play. Well, if you have some things recorded that you can send me a link to, we'll put them in the show notes so people uh, can... We're on SoundCloud. Okay. So if you look up the Damps music on SoundCloud, Mm -hmm. there are some older stuff in there that you can listen to. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. So you've got the music, the the painting, the animation. You mentioned dance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. So I was dancing with the Lucitera School of Dance. Uh, I kind of have been feeling I need to take a break from that, not for any other reason than I want to focus more on my art. Yeah. And you've noticed already I like to do all the things. So one of my goals for this year was to kind of focus on what is more important to me right now. Not that I'm not going to go back to dance later, because to me, that's also a very big part of me and just just getting my body to move and to feel in my body um, is very important for me. Um, and what is important to you right now? Um, right now, it's, I think murals is, is very big. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously, yeah, murals <laughs> are very big, big. And muraling <laughs> is very big. <laughs> It's just in the foreground for me right now, and a lot of things have been happening very smoothly. And like one after another, like I, during our trip, I got um, a couple of emails to do um, some commission, like murals, mural work, 
for people. So like, oh, how interesting. Like when I kind of make the decision to not do one thing, so there's other things that I've kind of made the decision to like, okay, I'm going to put those on the back burner for now. And I'm going to think about just, you know, focusing on, you know, the big thing right now. And, um, and then more opportunities started showing themselves. So yeah, I'm like, well, you know what, then let's just keep going. Let's keep doing this. So it's funny yeah. what happens when you make space in your it life. It really is. Yeah. yeah. It creates a vacuum. Yeah. And it's always so scary because you're like, well, I just, but I had fun doing this or I like the people yeah. that are doing this and, um, but it's okay. Like it's, like, like I said, it doesn't have to be a forever thing. It's just right now, you know, and, and I, and I really need to do that. Like, I'm not getting any younger. I need to like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. <laughs> Let's figure this out now. Yeah. So that's sort of, you know, yeah. starting to feel the urgency of, okay, let's just, let's figure this out now. <laughs> yeah. But even though you have cycled through these different creative things, mm -hmm. for me looking in, it seems like you've created a very successful, stable, balanced life for yourself. Well, yeah. A lot you're of in a great position and you've got this awesome job and all these different yeah. opportunities. And a lot of my friends are like, I don't know how you do it. I don't know if you ever have time to sleep. And it's true. I, I don't sleep as long as I probably <laughs> would like. That's what the weekends are for. Yeah. Um, but it really does fill me up, you know, like it's, it's very, it feeds me. Yeah. Um, but you know, I do make space for myself too. I don't always like, okay, I need to, which my mind does this as like, okay, what do I got to do tomorrow? Okay, what do I got to do next week? And I have like a constant list going on, like, okay, checking off these things on the list. Like, okay, I got to do my taxes. Yeah. <laughs> I still haven't done. Yeah. And, you know, so there's that. But then I also, you know, I can also give myself that space to just be like, you know what? I'm just going to veg out on the couch tonight because yeah. I can yeah. and I want to. So when you look forward from here and you think about all the different creative things that interest you, where do you see things going for where you creatively? Where do I see going or where do I want it to see? Well, let's make them the same <laughs> thing. Right. So I would just love, so my experience in Sicily was just, I mean, all of our experience in Sicily was just so magical. And just the feeling I got from being there, yeah, it was just lifted me up. And it's like, why don't I, why can't I have this feeling all the time? Like, even though I would be like, okay, let's go do a mural in this other location. I might not get the same, I won't get the same experience. But it's just nice to focus on, like, that feeling. And so for me, what would be amazing would, what I would like to see happen is um, just traveling more with my art. And I always wanted to do that. And I thought like, oh, maybe I'll go around and show different galleries around the world. And I've always wanted to also do kids books. And it's like, well, maybe I'll do kids books and like do talks, you know, around and all that stuff. But it's starting to show up more in this form. In the mural form. Yeah. And um, it would just be really cool if somebody was like, hey, why don't you come down to Berlin and uh, do a mural for me here? And uh, we'll pay for your way here. We'll pay you, get accommodation, la, la, la. Like, I think that would be so cool. And just to travel around, get paid to do the thing you love to do and get to see the world at the same time. So listener in Berlin with a wall. <laughs> Her name is Jen Brisson. <laughs> You can reach her. You can reach her in the show notes, and I'll be coming to carry your stuff for you. Yes, you yeah. will. 
right on. <laughs> right on. So yeah, I can I can see you being drawn more to the mural yeah. thing, and, and you're doing an amazing job of it. You, they're really oh, beautiful. Everything I saw you do there, and the things that I've been seeing you do since, amazing. So I just wish you a ton Aww. of success. With Thank it. you. Yay. I just see all these other artists that are like they're doing it, and they're doing so many cool things, like murals after mural after mural, and it's like. I want to do that. Yeah, you're next. I'm next. I see it. It's my time to shine. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so the show is called Two Artists Walk Into a Bar. Oh, I don't know is. if you have just a punchline to lay down for me or if you have a joke or funny story from your creative life. <laughs> I'd love to hear it. I have two little stupid art jokes. <laughs> <laughs> what does Salvador Dali have for breakfast? <laughs> He has a bowl of surreal. (laughs) (laughs) Next. Next. Gong. (laughs) Um, Okay, and the second one is... It's your last chance, Jen. (laughs) I hope I get this one. Um, Why did the painting go to jail? Because it was framed. Yay. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me, Carol. (laughs) You've been listening to Two Artists Walk Into a Bar. I'm your host artist, Carol McQuaid. For full show notes and all the links, head to twoartistswalkintoabar.com. If you liked the episode, remember to subscribe, sign up for updates, and leave us a review. And if you loved the episode, head to twoartistswalkintoabar.com and buy us our next round. Cheers.